Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, we are talking about focus. Be careful with your focus. So what does it mean to be careful? Should you be more aware or just cautious? Perhaps the answer is both. Today, we will be discussing how your focus can help or hinder your progress, how focus can shatter visions and goals if they are not done correctly. We have two music selections brought to you today. One is Runaway by Xavier Toscano. You can find him online at XavierToscano.com. The other is Real Time by Steve Ryan. You can find him online at SteveRyan.com. Our break to you is brought to you by Dark Places in the Night. This is Lee Hildalgo. He's the author of, again, the book, Dark Places in the Night. You can find him online at authorleehildalgo.net. You can also find him on Facebook. Of course, that's facebook.com forward slash authorleehildalgo. So we're talking about focus, 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 focus. Well, you guys know that many, many times we have a tendency to focus on the things that we don't want to happen as opposed to the things that we do want to happen. And that is not by happenstance. Depending on how you were raised or how you were programmed or how you were accustomed, whatever word you want to use there, many times that person, that adult, is the person that has trained you to focus on a certain aspect of your life. Now, when we use certain words, we are telling you what our focus is on. I am so broke. Hmm. So you're focusing on your lack as opposed to focusing on your future income. It's all about how we look at our world. Now, you guys know that I am a silver lining type of person. I'm a glass half full type of person. For example, when I give my thank yous, my shout outs, if you will, to our various listening groups. Now, this part is true. I want to give a shout out to all of my top five countries, the United States of America. Great country. Thank you, home country, for being in the number one spot. Canada, Hong Kong, the United Kingdom, and India. Thank you so much. Why do I do that? Because I want for my listeners to know that I see that you are paying attention to me. That does not discount all of the other countries that are listening in. No, that does not discount South Africa or Australia or Indonesia 
or um, Pakistan or Egypt or Nigeria or Colombia or Chile or Mexico for that matter. No, it does not discount any of the rest of you. But I also want to show you that I am appreciative of your listening and tuning in. So why do I do that? Because I'm focusing on the fact that I have an international audience. I am grateful and I am thankful to that audience. Of course, I am grateful for my domestic audience as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone here in the United States that's tuning in and sharing out our my broadcast. That is extremely important. Without you, I wouldn't be who I am as well. So what is my focus? My focus is on bringing you content that you want to hear. My focus is on bringing you really, really great shows that's not only good for a domestic audience, but is good for an international audience. And in doing that, instead of trying to focus in on something that's just good for my folks that are in the great state of California, or perhaps in the the great East Coast, not just the great citizens of the United States of America, my focus is broad enough that everyone can tune in and listen. So how do I make that applicable to you? Now, when we focus, we magnify the thing that we believe needs to have our attention most. Now, in reading an article that I found on psychology today, I thought that this was such a great catalyst, and that's why I wanted to share. Be careful what you focus on. Uh, Dr. Amy Gordon, uh, she has her PhD. Dr. Amy Gordon here is the one that wrote the article. Again, be careful what you focus on on Psychology Today. You can find that on psychologytoday.com. Now, in no way did they ask me to talk about this, but I was personally reading this article, which prompted the show. Why do most people think that Californians are happier? If they are not. Now, as a Californian, I am elated. Thank you so much. Glad that I live in the great state of California. And I am so pleased to live in Long Beach, California. That's right. I am a proud citizen of the LBC. But in her article, she mentions that people think that because California has such great weather, that that's why people are happier. How could you be unhappy when you're living in such a beautiful state? How could it be that people um, couldn't be as as picturesque and and believe that they are happier for other people? I think she uses the example of folks in Idaho when it comes to you know all the snow and all of that, and that really prompted me to have this show. Why do we believe that something that the grass really is greener on the other side? Is it true that the grass is greener on the other side, or is it our perception of greener grass? Well, I can tell you as someone who lives in California, yes, the grass is green. Yes, the other side is green, but the the truth of the matter is is that it's also green on my side of the fence as well. Um, At any given moment in California, you guys know that we have these raging fires And we have mudslides as well and the occasional earthquake. So sometimes the grass is burnt on the other side. Sometimes the grass is just seedlings on the other side. Sometimes there's no grass at all on the other side. 
So when we focus on what we're doing, when we focus on what's going on in our lives, are we dealing with green grass? Are we dealing with seedlings? Are we dealing with no grass at all? Or perhaps are we dealing with having rebounded from some devastation? We have so many various stages in our lives that we need to focus on what we need to focus on at that particular moment. Where are you in your stage of growth? Where are you in your stage of success? Are you near the beach and it's beautiful and you have this wonderful, wonderful view and it's great, but sometimes the storm also comes over the beautiful beach and you have a little bit of gloom that is lurking out there, out there in the future. But if you learn how to batten down your hatches, how to prepare for those storms, the storm will ride over you the same way that it rides over our beautiful palm trees. It doesn't matter where the storm comes, where you live, if you're in California, Idaho, if you're in Florida or Virginia, if you are in Georgia or in New York, you will be able to ride out your storm depending on your focus. And yes, my dear international listeners, whatever storm may come to your country, you are also able to ride it out when you have the right focus. Now, we need to take a very short break, but when we get back, we're going to continue talking about this beautiful thing called Focus. The first uh, musical selection that I'm about to share with you is Runaway by Xavier Toscano. You can find him online at XavierToscano.com. XavierToscano.com. We'll be back right after this. Runaway by Xavier Toscano. You can find him online at XavierToscano.com. Love can be a beautiful thing, a joyous thing, but sometimes it can turn into something dark. It can turn into dark places in the night. Now, who wants a dark place in the night? Not everyone can appreciate that, but some people can. Learning to deal with the dark places in your love life can become a place where light is found. Love can be beautiful. Love can be joyous. It doesn't always have to be something so eerie. It doesn't have to be anything sinister. Dark Places in the Night, the series by Lee Hildalgo. And of course, you can find it online at authorleehildalgo.net. That's right. Visit authorleehildalgo.net. Author Lee Hidalgo. That's H-I-D-A-L-G-O dot net. 
And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Tester. We are talking about be careful what you focus on. What are you focusing on in your life? What are you bringing to your mind? What are you bringing to your attention? The thing that you focus on is the thing that you magnify the most. Now, I was telling you that I was reading this article on psychology today, and um, the article is called Be Careful What You Focus On by Amy Gordon. She has her PhD, so thank you very much, Dr. Gordon, for uh, writing this particular article. Now, psychology today has not in any way um, sponsored this particular article, nor has Dr. Gordon, like I said. I was reading it, and I found it to be quite interesting, and of course, when she mentioned the word California, it perked up my ears because there is an understanding that people that live in California live this wonderful life. Now, truth be told, we Californians, we do live a wonderful life. And it does have a lot to do with our understanding, with our perception of what we have. When you live in California, yes, you do experience this beautiful weather. Can't shake a stick at it, folks. The weather in California is beautiful, but there are also other things that draw you to the state of California, the opportunity, the beautiful living conditions, um, just to be able to live out the American dream. Many people like the diversity that California offers them. Now, California is such a large state that SoCal is very different than Central California, which is so different than Northern California. So depending on what you want, are you looking for beach living or perhaps you want to live in the mountains or do you want to live in the valley? You know, you can find it in the beautiful state of California. Now, I was born and raised in the beautiful state of Virginia. Virginia has a lot of similarities to California. Do you want to live by the beach? Be a beach baby like I was. Or perhaps you want to live in the mountains, beautiful, beautiful mountains. Or do you want to live in the northern part of the state, which you could have um, a little bit of that mountainous living, but you also get snow the closer you get to the Washington, D.C. area. So what do you want? What do you want to um, experience? What do you want to accomplish? And living in the various sections of the state, you get to experience different things. Now, being a SoCal person in the state of California, again, my experience is different than people who live in other portions of the state. But I love what I am experiencing. I get to change the lives of others. I get to experience the diversity that living in a major city brings. Los Angeles Metro has over 14 million people that you have the opportunity to have an experience with. You find the people that need your services. You find the people that need your product or your care, and that's your focus. You focus on those folks. But you also understand and focus on your international audience. There are people that are in other countries that need your attention. So how do you do that? You ask yourself, what is your desire? What is your, um, how does your product, how does your service, not only service the people in your immediate area, but how do they uh, utilize you from an international base? What are you trying to accomplish? Is my product good for folks that are in Georgia? Is my product good for people that live in the Congo? What am I providing? Sure, you could provide something that's just for your local market, 
and that could be a great thing. But are you able to change the lives of so many more people by extending your focus to others? Are you happy just focusing in on your local audience? If you are, congratulations. But if your focus is also very broad, make sure that you are honing in on the things that each audience needs. Sure, you could have, as she says, sure, you can get a bigger house in another city. But if that means a longer commute, is it really worth it? You have to decide what is your focus? Where should your focus be? What is your target audience? Now, some of you are saying, well, Dr. Angela, I have a ministry. Is that the same? Of course. Do you want your ministry to be just in your local area, just in your community? Or are you trying to be an international kingdom builder? Are you trying to make a difference not only in your community, but in the community of your world? So she poses another question here. Thinking about leaving your current relationship, make sure you are taking everything into account and not just focusing on one particular aspect of your relationship or fantasizing about some better partner who might not actually exist. Now, I love it because Dr. Amy here is really making us, now you guys know I have a tendency to call folks by their first name, but still, give them their due because she does have her PhD. Her name is Dr. Amy Gordon. So Dr. Amy here is posing some really, really great questions. So stop looking at just the grass on thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. What are you really focusing on? And I love how she says, are you focusing on the real? Are you focusing on the particulars of your real tangible relationship? Or are you focusing on the fantasy about a partner that doesn't even exist. So many times we have a tendency to focus on the fantasy, folks. We have a focus, we have a tendency to focus on the thing that doesn't exist, on the thing that we're dreaming about, and we haven't even been able to bring that into our real world. And that's what we need to focus on, the things that are in our real world, and make sure that we're not living in a fantasy world. Make sure that you're able to utilize and experience what's in your face right now. Are you gazing out into a community that you don't particularly like? But my question to you is, what are you doing to change that community? If you don't like your roads, if you think there's too many potholes, call the people that are in charge of your roads and be the change. Be the difference. Instead of focusing on the pothole, focus on the solution. What is the solution? Call your city council person and let them know, hey, there's a pothole on such and such and such and such. Could we get it fixed? Focus on the solution. Focus on the positivity of the situation and be that positive force. Be that voice that needs to be heard to change the environment. Be the change in your community. Be it that you are talking about your local community, if you're talking about your state community, if you're talking about your national community, or if you're talking about your global community. Be the change. Well, folks, we need to take another short break, but when we get back, we're going to continue having this discussion about be careful what you focus on. We'll be back right after this. I'll be bringing you the song Real Time by Steve Ryan. You can find Steve Ryan at 
steveryan.com. That's Steve R Y A N dot com. That was the song Real Time by Stephen. I'm sorry, by Steve Ryan. Real Time by Steve. Steve Ryan. You can find him online at Steve Ryan. That's R Y A N dot com. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Tester. Today we are talking about be careful what you focus on. What does it mean to be careful about your focus? Now we understand that the things that we focus on are the things that we are drawing the most attention to. I was reading an article on psychology today. You guys know that I'm a pastoral counselor. So, of course, counselors should do what any good counselor would do, and that is make sure that you're constantly learning, that you're constantly keeping yourself abreast of any new changes, any new ideas that you could bring so that you can bring the best to your client base or your patient base. And I saw this article called or entitled, Be Careful What You Focus On, Why the Focusing Illusion Can Lead to Bad Decisions and How to Override It by Amy M. Gordon, Ph.D. So you guys know that I call people by their first name, but still give respect to their title. So Dr. Amy here wrote this really, really great article. Now, in no means is Dr. Amy Gordon or Psychology Today asking me to do a review of this. They're not asking me to um, sponsor this in any way or anything. It was just me reading the article, and I found it to be really great. So I decided to share and do a podcast on it. So Again, trying to point out really quickly some things that she's talked about and also give my two cents worth as well. So she gives some suggestions. Here are a few suggestions for getting past the focusing on the illusion before you make a really big decision. Now, I find these to be really, really great. No, I'm not going to give you everything that she shared. I want you to go and read the article for yourself. Again, find it on psychologytoday.com. Now, one thing that she says is try looking backwards. Now, I know that usually I tell you don't look back because that's not the direction in which you're going. But how I would phrase this is reflection. Look backwards and reflect. Reflect and reassess. Look at your big picture. Where do you want to go? What has happened uh, in the past? Has it been successful? If it has not been successful, cut it out. You need to reassess, refocus, and come up with ideas that are now appropriate for your here and now. If you have things that you have been doing in the past and they're still a go, they're still great, and they're still um, you're still able to utilize those things, then by all means, don't break what isn't broken. Don't throw away the the protocols that are that are working properly for you. You know, that's, that tends to be something that, that many people do. It's like, oh, it's a new year. Let's come up with some new stuff. Absolutely not. If it's working for you, continue to utilize those protocols. If it isn't working, that's when you need to reassess and look at um, developing some new uh, protocols, some new little tweaks that are going to make it better. 
Number two is she says, try keeping a diary for a week to track your daily happiness. Absolutely. Uh, those of you that are my clients, uh, you know, um, I use the word client as opposed to patient uh, client because I want you to be interactive in your therapies. I want you to be involved. Patient kind of denotes that I'm going to um, give you the instructions and you simply do and all of a sudden you're going to like take a magic pill and be okay. Um, I do not use those words. The people who do, that doesn't mean that they're using the wrong words. But that's just my particular view of it. I want you to be a client. I want you to be interactive. I want you to think of yourself as in stages of wellness as opposed to in stages of illness. All righty. Now, keep track of a diary. Now, you guys know there's something that I tell you to do. I want you to write every day. I provide journals for my clients. When you are a, a new client, that is one of the things that you leave my office with, and that is a journal that you have picked out for yourself because I want you and I encourage you to do a freestyle journaling. That is right about what's going on in your head. Get it out of your head and onto that piece of paper. Get it out. Write about what matters to you. We are looking for your emotional wellness. Now, another thing that she suggests is identify what you really like about where you live now. And I absolutely love that suggestion. Identify what you really like about where you live now. I'm going to even extend that and say identify what you really like about where you are in general, not just where you reside, because some people may understand it that way, not just where you reside, the example of being in California versus Idaho, I believe it was. Um, where are you right now? Where do you live? Where do you park your head at night? Yes, where do you reside? Are you in the great state of fill in the blank? That's where I live. Are you in Texas? Are you in Alabama, New York, California, Virginia? Are you in... Uh, no, Louisiana, where are you? Are you okay with where you reside? Are you okay with where you live? What state are you in? What city are you in? What community? What neighborhood are you in? Are you okay with where you lay your head at the end of the day? If you are not, change it. What do you need to do to get into the neighborhood where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe? Make those changes. Now I ask you, identify where you are in your life, in your life stage. If you're not happy with your life stage, change it. What do you need to do differently to become a better person? What do you need to do to become the best possible person that you can be? Are you, are you being the friend that you need to be right now? Or are you just pointing at your friend saying that they need to be better? Are you being the best spouse that you can be? Or are you just grumbling about your spouse not being the best spouse that he or she can be? Are you the best coworker? Are you the best church member? You see where I'm going here. Look at your life and say, hey, I might need to change my focus. I might need to shift my paradigm a little bit here because I'm not being the best person that I can possibly be. I'm focusing too much on the negative and I need to start focusing on the positive. Are you telling your children that you're proud of them? Or are you only telling them when you're disappointed in their actions? Don't assume that the other person knows that you love them. Tell them. Reassure them. Allow them to hear those words come out of your mouth. I don't care if your parents didn't tell you. 
I don't care. If you're not a lovey-dovey type of person, I don't care. If it is hard for you to say it, it is hard for you to say it, probably because it was hard for someone else to tell you, so you became uncomfortable with saying it yourself. Before your loved ones pass away and leave this earth, they need to hear from you, my friend, that you love them. So what you pay the mortgage? So what you pay the rent? So what you keep food on the table and clothes on their back? So what? If you're a parent, that's your responsibility. There's nothing like hearing, I love you, come from the lips of your parents. There's nothing like hearing, I love you. Come from the lips of your spouse. There's nothing like hearing, I love you. When you're talking to your siblings, I love you, sister. I love you, brother. I love you, son. I love you, daughter. I love you. Tell them. Today, we are going to refocus our focus. And we are going to start focusing on the positive, my friends. We are going to start focusing on the things that bring us sunshine, light, joy, butterflies, prosperity, and success. We are going to focus on those things that we need to focus on that are going to make us a success for this year. Success and abundance than just money. It is more than just big toys and the tangible things that we have. It is about our emotional and spiritual success as well. I want you to have happiness, joy in your life. And I want you to lay your head down in a place that you are happy to be. I want you to share your life with a person that's going to make you happy as well. I want your children to smile when they see you. I want them to be happy to be a member of your family. I want you to be happy to be a member of a global family as well. I hope that I have helped you. Think about your focus today. I hope I've helped inspire you, enlighten you, empower you. Now, if you would like to have um, me as your therapist or you want to know more about some of the workshops that I offer, please remember to visit newlifedra.com. That's newlifedra.com. Visit me online. Of course, you can, if you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can always find me at Dr. Angela Chester. Facebook or Twitter, Dr. Angela Chester. If you'd like to know more about me, you can always visit drangelachester.com. That's right, I do speaking engagements, and I would love for you to also come out to any events that I have as well. Until next time, everyone, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. Have an awesome week, everyone. Bye-bye.